Welcome back, Hemming Brainiacs, to the podcast to talk about George Herbert. A little shift in tone with these poems, maybe they felt felt they felt a little different. Um, Acoustic Hill says there's a couple of songs for us today. Ralph Vaughan Williams used Easter and Love as two of the five mystical songs. The movements are titled "I Got Me Flowers" and "Love Bade Me Welcome." I love that these song, or these poems have found their way into songs which have maybe um, helped them to go down in, or to be remembered, I should say, yeah. Maybe not, though. Maybe they would have been remembered anyway in anthologies. Swim says, the mama fishy says, the summaries below of the poem's meanings are from various internet sources. I liked these poems better than the last few. Virtue is one of the poems in a collection of verses called The Temple. He wrote during the last three years of his life. By then, Herbert had taken holy orders in the Anglican Church and become rector in Bermonton, England. Implicit in virtue is a delicately expressed struggle between rebellion and obedience. The understated conflict lies between the desire to experience worldly pleasures and the desire, or as Herbert would insist, the need to surrender to the will of God deep. Easter is also from Temple, a collection of over 150 devotional lyrics. Uh, Lyric poems are written as if spoken or sung by one voice. Discipline is a poem... Oh, sorry. Easter is a personal reworking of Psalm, Psalm 57. It is an act of emotional confession. It is a picture of his spiritual journey. Discipline is a poem by the Welsh poet George Herbert, who is associated with the metaphysical poets of the 17th century, but is also seen as one of English literature's greatest devotional poets. Herbert asks God to use love rather than punishment when dealing with him, the poet. Uh, The pulley is English metaphysical poet George Herbert's reflection on humanity's restlessness and God's loving wisdom. It's a witty poem in which the speaker imagines God creating humankind and giving people every possible blessing but one rest. Alright. One other thing I wanted to talk about actually today before we uh, move on to reading some more poems. A suggestion for going forward from Swim Says the Fish, and I think I like this. There are 883 poems in the Oxford Book of English Verse. We have read 286. So we're like a third of the way through. Um, how about we read through to poem 442, ending with Alexander Pope. That means we would have read half of the book. Um... That's another 156 poems from here. And then we switch to one of the other two remaining books and do that. And then we come back and do the second half of the Oxford Oxford Book of Verse. I like this idea. You know, if we don't come up with another idea, I say we go with that idea. I do still want to sit on it for a couple of days, you know. But I do appreciate you doing the math there as well and finding out. How many poems there are in total, how many poems we've done, um, and it helps me to conceptualize what to do moving forward. So thank you for that suggestion. Alright, anyway, um, today's poet, 
is. James Shirley. James Shirley. Um, just two short poems. James Shirley was born 1596, died 1666. First poem is called A Hymn. Fly, my soul, what hangs upon thy drooping wings and weighs them down with love of gaudy mortal things. The sun is now in the east, each shade as he doth rise is shorter made that earth may lessen to our eyes. Oh, be not careful then and play until the star of peace hide all his beams in dark recess. Poor pilgrims' needs must lose their way when all the shadows do increase. short and sweet and grim um, and it's only getting grimmer from here because this one's called Death the Leveller the glories of our blood and state are shadows not substantial things there is no armour against fate death lays his icy hand on kings scepter and crown must tumble down and in the dust be equal made with the poor crooked scythe and spade some men with swords may reap the field and plant fresh laurels where they kill but their strong nerves at last must yield. They tame, but one another still. Early or late, they stoop to fate, and must give up their murmuring breath when they pale captives creep to death. The garlands wither on your brow, then boast no more your mighty deeds upon death's purple altar now. See where the victor victim bleeds. Your heads must come to the cold tomb, only the actions of the just smell sweet and blossom in their dust whoa yikes all right james shirley a little bit of a little bit emo a little bit of a dark soul all right folks <coughs> excuse me <coughs> folks all right thanks for listening see you tomorrow